Welcome to The Art of Social Media, a podcast by Social Pilot. We host in-depth discussions with world-leading social media marketing experts that will help you discover the techniques, strategies, and skills you need to use to grow your business using social media. Now, here's your host, Tejas Mehta. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of The Art of Social Media. I'm very excited to have with us Melinda Emerson. Melinda is known as the small business lady, and she's done a lot to help small business community. She continues to innovate on her courses, books on small businesses. Melinda, welcome to the show. Very excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Great, Melinda. Why don't you give us some background as to you know how you got started in marketing and small businesses, and why do people call you the small business lady? <laughs> That's actually a really good story. Well, let me start first with with how I got to marketing. So I actually have an undergraduate degree in journalism and communication studies. And when I first got out of college, I was actually a television producer. I worked for the NBC stations in Pittsburgh, in my hometown. And I actually worked for the NBC and ABC stations here in Philadelphia, where I still live now. And, you know, it's funny. I got my dream job when I was 23 years old. But what I learned from that is that you got to be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. And so in my case, by the time I bounced to my third television station, I was like, I really hate this. Like, I really like I work so hard to get here and I'm like, I hate this. I'm meant to do more. And so when I was 26 years old, I walked away from corporate America and started my business quintessence group that I still have. For 23 years, I've run that company. And I, you know, basically I started in the basement of my house with a laptop, a fax machine, and a dream. So it was so long ago that it was a fax machine involved, right? So, and then over the years, you know, my company originally started out doing videos for people. Like we did video production, because what would a television producer do other than start a video production company? And then we morphed into doing websites and videos. And in 2007, I read a trade journal that said social media was going to be the next big thing and that everybody better, you know, be paying attention to that because it was going to revolutionize, you know, sales and marketing and branding. And and I took that to heart and said, you know what, I'm going to push all my chips in the middle of the table and say, we're going to become black belts in that. And literally how we did it was by building my personal brand. That's like sort of like how we learned to help everybody else was like we did it for me. I had written a book in 2007 and 2008 called Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. And my book was supposed to come out early 2009. This is a good story. So this leads into how I became Small Biz Lady. So I turned my book in September 1st, 2008. And I think you might have remember what happened September 14th, 2008, right? People's 401ks became 10ks, right? So I, and, and my publisher called me up and said, thank you so much for being a first time author that actually turned your book in on time. But we don't think with all these people losing their jobs right now that anyone's thinking about entrepreneurship. So we're going to shelf your book until March of 2010. They bumped my book 18 months. And I was like, Holy macaroni, Batman, what are we going to do, right? Because at this point, I had like kind of wound down my other company and thinking I was like, you know, going to go on this big book tour and I was going to become America's number one small business expert. 
which did eventually happen, but it was like a dream deferred, right? So I had to figure out what in the world was I going to do? So a friend of mine at the time was like, dude, if I were you, I would hire a publicist and I'd start publicizing that book like it was coming out anyway. And I was like, really? That's what you do? And she was like, no, I'm serious. And she's like, in this new social media thing, I think you better learn how to use that and, and you know, build up an audience doing that. And so you have to realize this conversation took place in 2008. So Twitter was like one years old back then. <laughs> so, so like people didn't even know what Twitter was. I didn't know what Twitter was, right? So I remember having a conversation with my publicist. Her name was Kathy Larkin. And she was like, I remember telling her like the whole story and the publisher bumping my book. And she was like, wait a minute, you mean we got 18 months to build your author platform? And back then people weren't even using those two words together. Like author platform was still something people didn't really kind of know what that. I didn't know what she was talking about. And so I was just like, yeah, I guess that's what we got to do. And she said, I know what we're going to do. I was like, what are we going to do? We're going to go to Twitter. And I remember saying, what is Twitter? Like, I didn't know what she was talking about. And she was like, don't worry, I'll teach you how to use Twitter. You know, we'll use my account. Then when you're ready, we'll get your account. So finally, the day came for me to get my own Twitter account. So we go to Twitter.com and I put in the name Melinda Emerson and I get this polite little message back. This name is already taken. Now in 2008, to learn that in fact, there was another Melinda Emerson on the planet and that in fact, that person had gotten to Twitter, this brand new innovative thing nobody kind of knew about and had gotten my name before me was really ridiculous, right? That was just like, what do you mean somebody has my name? I've met like four other Melindas like in my whole life. My name is not common. So I was like really devastated over that. We ended up going to Facebook and finding out that there were seven other Melinda Emersons, right? So, but I'm the only black one and I own MelindaEmerson.com. So what I know is that they all know who I am. Sidebar. Anyway, so my publicist was like, well, we got to come up with a nickname for you. And I said, a nickname for me. I was like, do you mean like, Mindy or Melly Mel or something? And she said, no, fool, you're not a rapper. I'm not going to give you a name like that. And so I was just like, okay, you don't have to yell. You know, what do you think we should do? And she said, well, let's think about the keywords. She's like, small business. How about small biz expert? I was like, nah, not feeling it. How about small biz guru? You know, good keyword. Yeah, not feeling it. And then she finally said, how about small biz lady? And I was like, you know what? I think I can be her. <laughs> so like fast forward the story. What we now know was me becoming small biz lady was like the best branding accident like ever on the planet. Cause there's like a zillion small business experts, but there is only one small biz lady. And so by the time my book did come out, I had like 10,000 followers on Twitter and I had just for the last 18 months, like while we were waiting for my book to come out, I was just helpful to people. I didn't try to sell anybody anything. I answered somebody's small business question every day. I shared something personal about myself every day. So at the time, my son was like one and a half. And so I would like share something like, you know, had to act like an ape to get Jojo to eat a banana this morning, you know, like so anything like to get people to get to know me. And then I shared a helpful article about small business every day. And back when I first got started, I didn't even have a blog. Like, I, you know, all that stuff was like, people were building that stuff back then. It wasn't like everybody like friend me, follow me. Oh, I'm on the gram. I'm here. I'm there. You know, it wasn't like that. People were barely blogging back then. 
And most blogs were like personal blogs about people's cats and recipes. Like it wasn't, there weren't hardcore business blogs. Like certainly entrepreneur.com was out there, inkmagazine.com, you know, those guys had blogs. But in terms of like me, individual person having a big business blog, no, that really wasn't a thing then. And so I eventually, maybe like six months after I was out there on Twitter, every day, nine to five, like it was a job, I created my blog, succeedisyourownboss.com. And that really, you know, again, I have a journalism degree. I'm a professional writer. Like I'm a, I'm a master content developer. So, and I was a former television producer. So the thing, the reason why Twitter ended up being sort of like my weapon of choice was because I realized all Twitter was, was writing in soundbite format. And I'm like, uh, I used to do that every day for work. So Twitter, writing blogs, sharing stuff, I mean, and the speed of Twitter, I always loved, you know, and so that was how I built my brand. And then eventually it used to be more like you first signed up for Twitter. Twitter would give you a suggestion of like, depending on your interest, they would give you like a suggestion for 30 accounts you could follow. And Twitter put me on that list like in 09. And that was amazing because then all of a sudden I went from like maybe... 1,500 followers a week to 1,500 followers a week, 2,000 followers a week. It was just, next thing you know, I was at 50,000 followers. Then I was at 100,000. Then it was just, it was a, you know, it just became its own animal. And then I also started a tweet chat. I was one of the early tweet chats on Twitter. So I created Small Biz Chat, which is now the name of my podcast. So I did a tweet chat every Wednesday night from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern for 10 and a half years on Twitter. And that really, you know, just put my brand, you know, like on gasoline. You know, so that, and the reason why I started my tweet chat was because I was spending so much time every day looking for people with business questions. And I said, well, what if I created a way for people with business questions to like find me and come tweet them at me? And that's what, you know, I think I was like the fourth, maybe the fifth tweet chat on Twitter, you know, and about four years ago, we turned it into a podcast so that we could just reach even more people. Because one thing was we were doing all this work every week for this tweet chat and then it would like go away, you know, so we were like, we got to figure out a way for people because we were interviewing like amazing people. There is nobody in the industry that wasn't on my show. From Guy Kawasaki, Robert Kiyosaki to David Allen to Michael Gerber, like everybody came on my show, but nobody could hear it because it was on Twitter. And so we were like, when podcasts started to get popular, we were like, oh, maybe we could, you know. So, so when we created a video podcast that's on my YouTube channel, the Small Biz Lady YouTube channel, and then eventually we cut them up and they become our podcast episodes as well. Amazing story. I think that's that's quite a quite a way of kind of turning yourself into a brand. You had quite a few advantages, of course, the degree in journalism, being an early adopter on Twitter, having that special branding of small business lady. I think all of those things worked out very much in your favor, and I think you're you're taking a great way to kind of help others on on that aspect. But if somebody were to start today, for example, on the person branding side, it how difficult it would be like it's everybody's on Twitter and Instagram. Like how does one 
So I'll get started. Really hard today. I don't know that somebody could just do exactly what I did again. But what I do know is that there's still a vacuum. There's still not a lot of great content on the internet. There's a lot of content on the internet, but there's not a lot of really good content on the internet. And so I still feel like if you create good content, valuable content, helpful content, that's not just stuff with SEO keywords, right? Like this content that's actually going to help people. I think that you can still win out here and no matter what, and it just really depends on what your poison is, right? Do you like to do videos? Do you like to do podcasts? Do you like to write? You know, you don't have to be doing everything, but you need to be doing one thing really, really well and really consistently. You know, one of the things that I do want to say is when I got started on Twitter as the small biz lady, it took me almost two years of tweeting every day, like nine to five, like it was a job before anybody paid me to do anything. Like before my brand was monetized, it took almost two years. And so I like to say that because I think people look at me now like, oh, how'd you get 300,000 followers? One follower at a time. (laughs) That's how I got them. You know, so I think that it is important to point out that there are no overnight successes, even on social media. Like even if you go viral, unless you're getting those people on an email list, it's like still kind of irrelevant. And I think a lot of times people are searching for that viral moment. And it's like, well, what are you viral for? Dancing and making an ass out of yourself on TikTok? I don't know that that's really going to help you grow your business. My suspicion is not, you know? So I think that there's viral And then there is consistent online community that you have an actual relationship with. And I think that that is the difference. I think I see a lot of people out here chasing viral moments. And I'm like, dude, unless those viral people are all going to your website and signing up to be on your list, or unless they're all coming and buying whatever you sell, it's just viral. And I think think a lot of people lose, lose sight of that. And I also think that you know, Instagram has destroyed our culture. I'm just going to be straight up. Like, I I just feel like there are so many people, pretenders or people who they're not selling their expertise, they're selling their lifestyle. So you want to live like me? You want to drive the kind of car I drive? You want to take the vacations that I take? You know, sign up for my course. Not Sign up for my course because of like, I've helped hundreds of thousands of people. (laughs) Don't sign up for my course because I have a best-selling book that's been in print for 12 years. It's in its third edition. Don't look at that. I might not have a book at all. I might publish some self-published ebook that's littered with typos, but no, you should still, you know, sign up for my $24,000 coaching program because you need me because you want to live like me. (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is what people are doing. And I'm looking at this going, this is how it's like they took a good thing and they have corrupted it. <laughs> you know, and all these wannabe business coaches that never ran a business past a solo business out of the back bedroom of their house. I'm like, you ain't even run payroll. You should not be anybody's business coach. I'm sorry. You know, so for me, I just think that People that are able to sell and manipulate people and create these sort of like emotional tugs on people. There's a lot of people selling like that. There's a lot of people manipulating people's Christian beliefs to sell to them. 
you know, God told me that I, you know, I, I need to be helping you. Now, I am somebody who is very much a Christian person. I became the small biz lady because of a prophecy in my life. I use that for, I'm not saying you should follow me. You should buy my books because, you know, God told me to tell you that. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, you know, but there's people out here doing that, right? So there's all kinds of hustles out here. And what I want to tell people is that you still got to do the work. You know, the reason why I am the small biz lady, the reason why 13, 14 years after I became the small biz lady, I am still America's number one small business expert. I am still one of the highest paid small business influencers on the internet is because I put in the work. <laughs> I've written over 5,000 articles about how to start and grow a successful small business and four books. One of them I've written three times, right? So again, <laughs> You know, you can look around and my expertise has been demonstrated all over the internet. I think it's up to 22 pages if you Google my name, right? So again, if you're going to hire somebody to help you, they better have a business other than coaching you. <laughs> they have, they got to have a, a success track record from someplace doing something that somebody has paid them to do and they and they have some results. They got some receipts they get throw on the table. If they don't run, don't walk, run away. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an interesting angle that you bring in. A lot of uh, business gurus out there that are selling courses that you know are questionable. But in a way, they are good at sales and marketing. That's what they are, right? All they're good at. No, there are some extraordinary salespeople out here. But a lot yeah, of them yeah. are selling, you know, they're selling hope and opportunity. That's what they sell in. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Courses aren't grounded in anything. You know, I don't know what training they have. I mean, look, I am an accidental business coach. I didn't go to business school until four years ago. And I got my executive MBA because I wanted to teach in higher ed. But I still did the work. Like every year I have been in business, I have taken some executive education course or some leadership development course or some, some negotiation course, something to help me be better in business. Because what I know is that most people have good ideas. I rarely hear a bad business idea. What I see often, though, is poor business execution. It's like the cold and flu. It's everywhere. And so... You got to be better at running your business. You got to learn how to streamline and develop systems and processes. And you got to learn how to hire people so that somebody else in your business is thinking about how your business makes money other than you. If you have built a business that is a cult of your own personality or it's just about you, you'll never be able to sell it. You'll never be able to take a vacation either. Not a laptop free one. You know, can your business make money while you're on vacation? If it can't, you got a problem. You got to work on your business. Yep, yep. I think it's it's very interesting uh, perspective to, that you bring in. Hire people who can run the business while you're on vacation. And that seems to be a very difficult concept to grasp for small business owners because for small business owners, they are the business, right? It's their personality that's driving well, the business. they are in the very beginning. But at some point, you have to document what goes on in your business? How are you going to train somebody else to come in? How are you going to hire anybody if how your business operates is up in your head? What if you get hit by a bus? What you know? What if something happens to you? I mean, I've seen, I've been in business long enough to see people have heart attacks and strokes and, and things happen 
And all of a sudden, what's going on with their pizza shop or what's going on, you know, with their professional service business. And so you have to get to the point where you can bring in some people that you're charging enough, you're going after the right client so that it makes sense that you're making enough money so that you can bring on some staff, at least bring on some part-time staff, bring on some Upwork staff, whatever it is, but you got to get you some help. Nobody can do this thing by yourself. Your business can only go as far as your two arms can reach. So you need some more hands and some more feet. You need some more people, you know, to help you grow your business. The Art of Social Media is brought to you by Social Pilot. To find out more about Social Pilot and how we can give you everything you need to hit your social media marketing goals, visit socialpilot.co. And then make sure to search for The Art of Social Media in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Make sure to click follow so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Social Pilot, thanks for listening.